When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. All the way in Colorado, delighted to be joined by Mr. Amir King Khan. Amir, how are you? I'm doing really well, thanks. Um, in Colorado, uh, beautiful. I mean, up in uh, we here for the altitude training. Um, the weather's lovely, you know, I thought it was going to be a little bit colder, but it's a lot warmer than Omaha, Nebraska is. Even though, you know, when we were there, we did, we changed a lot of our training to indoor training. So we were using a lot of the indoor facilities when we were running, we were doing all our circuit training. And then obviously boxing training is always indoor. So, you know, we had the chance to do that. But, um, I mean, Colorado, I always, always like Colorado, you know, it's, it's a nice, peaceful place, very quiet, isolated. And um, you got the fresh air, you got the mountains. I mean, it's got everything here and the great altitude. I'd like to think how many camps you've actually done, obviously, over the space of your professional yeah. career, but also in the amateurs as well. But mm. how does this camp co- compare to kind of every other camp you've done? Is it the same? Is it, are you more motivated in this camp? How, how's it working for you? Yeah, I am more motivated in this camp because I know how big of the fight, fight it is. Obviously, being back in the UK, it's a pay-per-view fight. It's a massive fight. Shows you how popular this is after knowing that, you know, the tickets sold out in the 10 minutes. And, um, and the amount of interest uh, in this fight, it's, it's, it's going to be huge. Having Sky on uh, showing this fight, having that uh, as our platform is, is going to be massive. So I'm really excited to find a great performance here and also be back at the top level again, fighting the top level. Even though this isn't a world title fight, I still feel that it's one of the big fights out there, uh, one of the biggest fights in my career. Um, obviously, I respect what Kel Buck's done in his career, but once we step in that ring, you know, that respect's going to go out the window when we're going to put on a great performance. I've been in many camps, but this camp is a little bit more serious. Being with Crawford, being with Bormack, they are pushing me really, really hard. They know how what this fight means to me, what it means to their legacy as well, because last thing they want, they don't want to put me in a fight where I'm not trained, I'm not fit. They want to see me in my best shape. They want, to, they want, they want the best Amir Khan. And um, already I just posted a picture a couple of minutes ago on my social media, uh, how good in shape I look. Being seven, eight weeks out of fight, I mean, I'm already ripped, strong. Um, and yeah, I just can't wait to see the full, like see my body when I'm fully done at full training camp. You know, quite excited to see that. I mean, you've got your. I mean, your career. You've fought everyone. Two weight world champion. You've been in some of the hugest fight with some of the biggest pound for pound stars there is currently today. Is it a concern for you though that you are ultimately going to be judged on this one fight you're having with Kel Brook uh, as you come towards the end of your career? I know I'm going to be trained for it. If people want to judge me for this fight, it's not a bad fight to be judged. Judge that because. 
I'm gonna I'm training so hard. I've never trained this hard for a very long time. Believe it or not, since I've been in camp, which has been what four weeks now, uh, we, obviously the first week we started steady, steadily. I've only had one day off in the whole four weeks, and that's because we were traveling. And I mean, to have a full day off is not is not normal in this camp, and that shows why the fighters like Crawford and Jamel Herring and Shakur Steven, uh, Stevenson, is, they're so good at what they do. They're so good. They're such good fighters because all they do is work, train, and it's just part of, part of their lifestyle here. And now to be part of that myself as well, it's going to bring the best out of me, honestly. I think this could be one of my best performances. I mean, for the first time in your career... People are not shouting in you, uh, to you in the street when you're fighting Kel Brook. It's for the first time in your career, they actually, we've got a date. And it, it must be a weird feeling now. You're in camp training for that because the outside public have always thrown that. Idiots like me have always chucked them questions into you when uh -huh. you're fighting Brook. And the, the media has yeah. always asked you that over the last six or seven years or maybe even more. But now yeah. it's, it's different, I'm isn't it? You're not being asked when you're fighting because people know. No. Exactly, because I normally would be facing someone else. And I would be still asked the question, when you fight in Kell Brook? Um, still in the UK, US, obviously I've been here. People are like, who are you fighting next? And when I tell them Kell Brook, like who? But it's a little bit different there. Well, in the UK, obviously, uh, people want to, want to see that fight. So it's more of a British fight, definitely. And um, to, be not, to be not asked that question is a nice thing as well. Because I know how much the public wants to see it. And look, we've given it to them. Even though... Um, you know, there's a few complications on the weights and stuff. I just agreed to everything. I said, listen, go ahead. Let's just make this fight because it's what the public want. And if it's one of my last fights, I want to give them what they want because they've always been there supporting me and being around me. So, you know, it's, it, and it would not be nice of me not to give them that fight for me if I was going to retire. Because I know that how much the public are wanting, how much they want in this fight. So, it is nice not to be asked that question, oh, when are you fighting, when are you fighting him? Because it kind of overshadows the fight I have coming up, whereas mm. this time it is that fight. Mm. Um, I mean, it's, it's getting still taking used to. The fight's obviously coming up on the 19th of February, but I think yeah. for fans, it's just, we saw the tickets went out in, what was it, 600 seconds or something. So obviously, if anyone had any concerns whether uh, this fight was going to sell, I think that kind of answered those questions. But, um, I mean, the feedback I've seen, I mean, there's not anyone that's not going to tune into this fight, especially from the UK. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's going to be a fight that people want to see because we've both been on the, around the circuit a very long time and people want to see how the outcome's going to be. Maybe it might have been a couple of years later but people still want to see who would have won. Um, and always, you know, when there's a rivalry fight between two, per, two fighters who are from the same country, who have been world champion, who have fought the highest level, who have fought the biggest names and pound-for-pound -pound fighters in the world, then, yeah, they want to see who the best is between us two. Um, obviously, I think I'm the better one. Kello thinks he's the be better fighter. So, you know, time will tell. And um, we have different styles. Obviously, he's got like a come forward strong a uh, big puncher, whereas I'm the quick, explosive uh, fighter. So it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting fight, no matter what. Would you have been satisfied if you'd retired and and hadn't fought him? Would that would that have bothered you if you'd kind of ended your career and that fight with Brooke hadn't happened? Would that have bothered you? No, no, 
No, because at the end of the day, I know what I've done in the sport of boxing. But it was just that, obviously, with having that question always asked, when are you going to fight? When you, I just thought, you know what, let me just do it for the fans. But really, we're not bothered if the fight never happened. Look, tomorrow, anything can happen. I could get injured, he could get injured. And the fight never happens. It really wouldn't be. I wouldn't really be that bothered because I'd be like, look, it's one of them things, you know. Uh, it happened or it didn't happen. I mean, I know what I've done in the sport. I've had almost 40 fights, man, 39, 39 fights, and I fought all around the world. Fought legends, fought, fought huge names, or powerful, powerful fighters, gone up and down weight divisions. So I've secured my, the career I wanted. I mean, I've done better than I ever imagined my boxing career would go. Honestly, like, I'm so happy and so blessed to be in such a position where I've ticked all so many boxes, which I never thought I'd ever do. So for me, this is a bonus. Everything I've done to sport boxing, from now on, it's been a bonus because all I wanted to do was win a world title as a fighter. And now God's been on my side where I've fought so many big names and beaten so many big names and also fought in arenas and locations which I never, ever would have ever imagined. I mean, to fight the MGM Arena was like, wow, you know, that was my dream. And then fighting at the Madison Square Garden. I mean, these are things I never, ever imagined. Judging from what you were saying to me at the press conference, this fight wasn't just about money for you because you were offered more money elsewhere to go and fight, have this fight with Kelbrook. Uh, you mentioned that <coughs> Eddie Hearn had offered you more money uh, to have that fight. But you wanted to have this fight with with Sky Sports on, on Sky yeah. Sports pay-per-view, a platform that you know very well that you've featured on multiple times over the, yeah. the last however many years. Yeah, definitely. You know, Sky has been brilliant with me. We've had some great fights on there. Uh, and I've known Adam a very long time, Adam Smith. Um, and I think that this fight has to be on, some, on a massive platform like Sky box office guy sports I think they will promote it the right way no disrespect to Eddie yes his offer was amazing I just feel that it's not because I think Eddie's a great promoter he's a great promoter and he would have promoted this fight so well but it's just that I just want more eyes on it you know I just want more viewership and I just want the I want, I want people posting the content everywhere and I think you cannot beat a media machine like Sky Sky is the biggest out there and I think Eddie obviously would understand if he ever watches this but look, don't get me wrong, Eddie's a brilliant promoter to promote fights and what he's doing in boxing is amazing. Um, I just don't feel that uh, Dazan would have given this fight that much promotion as Sky would. So I had to be very smart and, and, and think about my future as well as just going for the money. Did you ever think that the fight was not as close as this because it's obviously it's happening, but while you were kind of working with Eddie years ago, that raised a few eyebrows in the first place when you had a few fights under him but did, was it ever really that close to happening the Brook fight in your opinion under when you were kind of both working with Eddie Hearn um I don't know not really no no I mean that's no disrespect to Eddie because Eddie's just a promoter you know I was fight. I fought against the Greco and Vargas obviously um he uh Kel fought Jojo Dan and then I went and fought Crawford uh, and, I, and I paid Eddie out of that to release me for that one fight and then I went on uh, fought under the fight with Top Rank and I made comp promotions and I moved on from there and then I was a free agent after that and then I picked, picked whoever I wanted to pick uh, fight under 
Um, no, I mean, it was never this close to make that fight. Big, big respect goes out to Maz because Maz is the one uh, who manages a lot of my stuff and also looked after Eddie Hearn. Oh, not Eddie Hearn, uh, David Hay. I got him to speak to Eddie. I got him to speak to Sky. I got him to speak to everyone and Kel Brook. He, I sent him to Sheffield to sit down with Kel, see if the fight could get made. If it is to get made, then how, what, what do they want? I mean, let's hear it from the horse's mouth. So when I sent Maz there, Maz went there and got the deal done for me. So big respect there to him because so many people tried. But we just never got to the end of it. Then when Maz and Kel's father sat down, they spoke and we kind of shook on it and said, fine, we know what you guys want. We didn't know that Amir is the A-side. And, but we made it out. We made the deal in a way where both parties are happy. And then we, we then, it was up to us then to choose which um, platform we go with and which promote we choose. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, negotiation with Kel's team was quite easy. I mean, okay, fine. I am a little bit pissed about the weight. 147 would have been a great weight division. Uh, but look, it is what it is. 149 is where the fight's going to get made at now. And we just have to go in there and do that. And take the fight. I'm going to come on to my next question about, um, obviously, the weight <coughs> limits that set there, as you said, £149. Pounds. Can you tell us anything about the rehydration for before the fight? What, what's that been set at? Can you tell us any of that? No, don't know much about it. So I left that to Maz and the team. So they're still working on that. Okay. Okay. So, what, so that's so, not been set yet? Is that what you're saying? I think, look, it's going to be somewhere where both fighters are going to be happy with. You know, I think Kelly is probably physically the bigger fighter, size-wise. If I've given a little bit of weight away to him, then so I'm it's sure... It's something to... you're both going to be happy with, obviously. Yeah, exactly. So, look, the main thing is making the fight happen. And look, at the end of it, we know that when we both step in that ring, we're both going to be fully hydrated. And we're both going to be at the strongest we can be. So, yeah. So I left that to Mars and the team. To do because my job is just to train and be ready for the fight and just to make sure I'm making that one four nine weight. You know what I'm saying? Um, I wanted to kind of go a little bit off topic here. I wanted to talk to you, right. Amir, about um, the New Year's honours. Obviously, this time of year we kind of learn who it's more relevant for us in sport to learn who's picked up uh, the Queen's honours. I mean, is it something, obviously, you do get asked about, I suppose. Um, I mean, what's your thoughts? I mean, a lot of people still banging the drum and saying that you should have been included, uh, which I'm sure you would have seen. Um, huh. Your thoughts on this? Uh, you know, look, I think, you know, it's funny because when I go to a lot of these events, they always assume that I've got like an OBE or a CBE. I've seen my name on a card, like uh, on the on the on the on the program, saying Amir Khan, OBE, Amir Khan, CBE. I've never had one of them awards, you know. And I don't know why I've never had it. To be honest with you, I've done like with all the charity work I'm doing. Look, I do it from the heart in the day. But it's always nice to be honoured by the Queen. I mean, it's the one of the biggest honorees. But and, you know, I see people get these honours who have done maybe one percent of what I've done for like charity and also um, for in the boxing, sport of boxing, promoting the sport of boxing from the grassroots level, building the academies, not only here, but promoting, promoting England in places like Pakistan, Africa. 
I don't know if they've, I don't know, I, you know what? I don't know how you are, how do you get it? I mean, what do you have to do to get something like that? You know, I mean, I'm a little bit confused now because I've seen people get where I'm thinking, how up there? I know I've got one and I've not got one. Well, I mean, look, in boxing terms, I mean, over yeah. recent years, it seems to be obviously the, the, gold, the gold medalist Olympians, i.e. Yeah. Joshua, we've seen Lauren Price has just got one, Galau Fire, I believe, has got one. So that's that side of it for winning gold in the Olympics. But I think people that kind of know you and have seen a lot of work you've just meant, you mentioned a little bit there, but I think a lot of people don't even realise the amount of work that you've done charity-based, especially, obviously... Around listen, your home country. Listen, they know. listen, brother, they know for a fact. You're telling me that people are there. Look, they know. They no, know I'm that. saying not everyone. No, no, I'm not talking about who makes the list, Amir. I'm just saying the people generally, in, like the public, I don't yeah. believe they're quite aware of everything you do. But you know what? But you know what it is? It's not, it's not, it's not about the public's vote. This is, this is no, I know the people. That. No, I know that. They, know about it. The people who need to know to give the honorary know that Mr. Khan has done more and he definitely deserves it. But to be honest with you, they've not given me one yet. So here's one of them things. I mean, I am a little bit hurt by it because the amount of, the amount of things I've done for like saving British boxing on the amateur level, which was back in 2004 when they wanted to, if I didn't win the medal in the 04 Olympics, they wanted to scrap boxing from the Olympics for Britain because, because Obviously, and I'll stop the funding, not to scrap it, sorry. They want to stop the funding. But obviously, I stayed amateurs for another year just to make sure they secure that funding where then later, the fighters like Joshua, the Gale, uh, had the opportunity and the, the money was in the pot there to spend on these young fighters so they can win medals and make a name for themselves in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in their boxing career. But like I said, <laughs> they forgot that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, it, it, it's a question that always comes up and I think a lot of people do bang the drum for you that, and always question why you question overlooked yeah I don't know why that is man honestly I look yeah I don't want to get into the colour side of it I don't want to get into the being a Pakistani do, I mean look I don't think it's got anything to do with that is it I don't know but I do think yeah I definitely deserve one and it'd be funny because, well, it'd be sad if I didn't get one and I retire and I'd be like, you know, that's one of my, that's like a, yeah, that's like an achievement you always wanted. Yeah. But, yeah. Know, well, listen, it may be something that... Hugen, you know what you need to do for me? You need sure. to write a letter to the Queen for me. Yeah. Even though I've met the Queen numerous times and I've met uh, Prince Williams and Kate and everyone and... I'm not one to say to them, hey, I'm not going to honor. I, I, I just don't feel right to say that to them. You know what I'm saying? I would never say that. I would never say, I want to honor. They love to, I want it to be given to me, you know what I mean, without question. Well, I'll be astounded. I mean, look, listen, I'm, I'm not, I don't know how long you're going to be fighting for, but I'll be astounded in, you know, in the near future if you don't get one before, not before you retire, because I don't know when you're going to retire, but I'll just, I'll find it in the next sort of however long, if you didn't get one, I'd find that very strange. <clears throat> I know. See, I know that Naz had one and he got took off him. Right. You know that one? Right. When he had that car accident. Don't have to mix him up with Naz to think we're not going to give him one. 
I don't know. I don't know. There's, um, there's, 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 listen, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. I think, listen, either they think they've given me one, they forgot. They've sent me a letter and it's not gone to me. Or I don't know, but there's, there's more to this story. Why Mr. Khan ain't got one. Honestly. Honestly, there's more to this story. All right. Well, listen, we'll worry about February. Then look into it after. I'm leaving it to you. I'm leaving it to you. All I right. think you're the man this out. Let's What's see. going on with this? Let's you need to write your letters to the Queen. You need to get in touch. See, uh, I got a message the other day from Mr. Sadiq Khan. He wants to come to uh, the fight. That's our Mayor of London. Yeah. I've always I've had a message from uh, our Boris Johnson through his uh, father who I was in the jungle with, Stanley. Yeah. Wishing me all the very best. I mean, we're networking with the right people, brother, but someone's, someone's going wrong. <laughs> oh, dear. Invite a few of them. Whoever makes the list, invite, invite a few of them to the, to the fight. No, they said they're all more than welcome. This is a fight for the people. So, end of the day, it doesn't matter who they are. They, are, they have to write to me quickly because the thing is, um, I've only got a handful, you know, only a handful of tickets left. It's hard, man, because, and you know, so many friends are popping up now saying, hey, Kay, I need some tickets. And I, and I don't want to let anyone down. I want to give everyone an opportunity to see this fight. I've given away that many tickets. So I said to the missus, so I've got, I got her to handle it all. And I said to her, listen, don't even tell me the amount of money that I could have made if I sold them. Just don't tell me because I know I've gone over. I'm not going to lie. I've probably gone over a quarter of a million quid on just giving away tickets. Well, we know, listen, we know there's only one place to be on uh, Feb 19th in Manchester, obviously. And if you're not, you'll be at home watching it on the Sky Sports box office. I'm really looking forward to it as well. And it's going to be a big, big event. And look, I'm glad it's in Manchester as well, close to Bolton. Um, yeah, it's going to be amazing, bro. It's going to be a proper fight, man. Amir, what can you tell us about um, VADA testing in, in relation to this? You know what? It's funny you say that because I just sent a message to my wife the other day. And then also copied my lawyer into it, saying that, um, can you please, can you please push uh, whoever's like Sky or a Boxer, uh, Mr. Shalom, Ben Shalom, said so the testing needs to be done. I mean, I'm excited. There's no testing being done. Why? I'm waiting to be tested. Do you know why? And so I'm the one who had to push that. I said, look, why is the testing not being done? It's a bit strange. I want to be, I, testing normally gets done when I normally work with like VADA or USADA. It normally gets done straight away. Like even at press conference, they can turn up. But for some reason, I've been in camp for four weeks and no testing has been done, which I find quite weird. But to your knowledge, there is testing like in the lead up to this fight. There will be testing for you and Kel. I yeah. made sure I've contract. My lawyer, I told him that, um, I told um, my, my lawyer that, look, I want it in there. And Jeff Cunningham said to me, look, it's in there. And well, I've not been tested yet. And it's been like going on to a fifth week now of training. And I'm like, what's going on? Well, maybe they'll rock up when this interview ends. I don't know. But yeah. No, no, I hope so. I hope so because if we, we look, we, we want to be tested. I want to be tested because it gives me that peace of mind that knowing that the fights, you know, it's, it's a fair fight. Obviously, I've heard a lot about this book camp what goes down and a lot of their fighters are failing drug tests and stuff and or have failed drug tests. Don't know if I, I don't know if that's got anything to do with 
you know, what they've been doing outside of the sport of boxing or if it is involved in when they're in training camp. But really, testing should happen because I've always been one that's always uh, wanted my fights to be tested, yeah. So, yeah, they need to get a move on. I mean, I don't know what's going on there. This is a nice... Um, see, I know if it was probably Eddie, Eddie would have made sure it was like, what would have happened. Maybe Ben obviously got a lot on his plate as well. Uh, he just moved into the sky. He's got a lot of work on and maybe he just forgot the testing part, but... Hmm. All right. Well, I'm sure you'll chase that. Yeah, you got me more angry now. <laughs> Amir, what did you make of... Um... Just going, changing subjects again. What did you make of uh, Conor Ben's win over Algeri? Oh, wow, what a win, man. I mean, look, I, I, I like Conor Ben. Look, I think he's a brilliant fighter and he bangs. He's a very good fighter. And the way he hit him with that right, that, that right hand, that backhand, was, what, a, what a shot that was. I know people are always comparing him to my fight when I fought Algeri. If you remember, I fought Algeri back about 2016 it was, or 15 it was. I mean, I fought him a very long time ago. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and he was a lot, he must have been in his early 30s when I fought him, when he was at his peak of his career. I mean, yeah, but look, I'm not going to, just not going to take no credit away from uh, Ben's win. What a win that was. What a right hand that was he hit him with on, on the ropes. Power, he showed good power. Uh, I didn't watch the whole fight, but just that knockout was a tremendous knockout. Yeah, respect goes out to him, man. Amir, do you, do you blame someone like Conor Ben for, for mentioning your name? No, not at all, because I was the same. When I was um, building my career up, I wanted to fight everyone out there. There was a time where I was calling it Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao. There was talks about Ricky Hatton fight happening, but I had too much respect to call it Ricky because I thought with what he had done. And, but I liked Ricky, and he was a friend of mine as well. Um, but I never, um, I never really wanted to call him out in a way where it would have sounded disrespectful, you know? But there was, up, there, was, there was always interviews with people when they wanted me to call him out and make it a blatant call-out, but I didn't want to do that. Sorry about that. <laughs> so, yeah, for someone like Conor Ben, who's kind of 26 years old, he wants to fight guys like you, so you can't... No, no, I respect it, bro. It's all about, man. I look, I'm, I'm, I'm nine years older than him. I mean, end of the day, Conor's a young up-and-coming fighter, so, yeah, respect him. Uh, he should be going out there calling the calling the fighters out there that, you know, that'll take his name to a different level. So, yeah, definitely. I think what he's doing, he's doing right. Would he beat Adrian Broner today? Yeah, I think so. It'd be a hard fight, but I think he can. I think he'd beat Adrian. I just don't think Adrian Broner looks after himself as much outside, outside of camp and outside of training. So, I think it's a good fight for him. Um, yeah, I think that'll be a very good fight for him mm -hmm. um, to get that on the, you know, on his, on his, on his uh, record. Uh, there's him, there's... See, then you've got Virgil Ortiz and them guys, which I think is a little bit too soon to fight them guys. But to fight Broner, I think that'll be a good fight for him. Um, yeah, and, 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 and he'll get a lot of recognition then in America. And to have that fight in the US would be even good for him as well. Mm. Sometimes see, yeah. you need to see that step up and you need to fight these top guys to get your name out there as well. And I think that's a good fight for him. And it looks like Errol Spence is, I think he's made some, not an official statement, but he looks to be fighting Ugas in, um, in eight. Right. I, believe, so. I fought Ugas as well in the amateurs. Oh, you fought him in the amateurs, yes, of course you did. Yeah, I fought him in the amateurs, I beat him in the second round. Um, I was, you know when you, you know, you have that 20 point, 20 point rule in the amateurs, 
I was 19 points in the third round. I would, if, if, I had, if I had one more point, they would have stopped the fight. But I put him down twice in the fight. And he was a good fighter. And it's funny because he messaged me the other day as well. And uh, saying, how are you, champ? But um, Ugas, I think, as a pro, is a brilliant fighter. As an amateur, he was the current world champion when I fought him. And, um, and then even Victor Ortiz was another good amateur who I fought. So I fought a lot of these amateurs. And it's good to see that they all know on the scene making noises as a professional. Ugas is fighting Spence. I think with the, with the, with the uh, skill set Ugas has got, I think he will cause a few problems for Spence. Um, but I just think that Spence has the power and, and, and the work, work rate to kind of outpoint him. I'm all right. You all right? Nice. All right, listen, Amir, thank you very much for quite a lot of your time. Uh, well, it's this evening here in the UK. When do you plan to return to the UK then? I think I'll be back in the UK around, the, uh, around February 10th. The 10th, so hopefully I'll be then. Uh, nine days or so I'll be in the UK. Um, I'll be training at the Army Corps Academy in Bolton. Uh, and I'll be then, uh, hopefully, uh, to fight in Manchester. So I'll be, I'll be close by. We'll be spending most of our time in Bolton then with the team. With the Crawford ones will be there as well. Bormack will be there. So we'll have a good team there. Just um, just the final one. Obviously, since that press conference, which was quite kind of heated and a lot of things were said, it was always going to be said now. But have you kind of come away from that thought process of it being personal with Kel when it's just a business now for you? Yeah, it's business. I mean, nothing personal. See, when you like your things, that, when you get, when you let things get to you personally, then I think that's what causes problems and, and, and you'd lose that game plan. You go in there with a lot of hatred and you want to hurt the person. I never want to make that mistake. I just want to go in there and box and be smart and do what I do best. Amir Khan, thank you very much okay. for the time. While I was in camp, I, 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 I sparred with uh, Terence as well, which was amazing. It's funny because... <clears throat> We sparred last week and, and um, it's quite, it felt a bit weird because I said, the last time we both stepped into the ring was when we were fighting each other. Obviously both, and, we, and sparring was really good. Obviously, it was, um, it, it was different because obviously I had no injuries, nothing. Uh, and, and I went in the fight. And I went into a spar. See, when I went into a fight, I had a few injuries, which I didn't really tell anyone about. But obviously, there was a lot of money on the table, which is hard to turn down. At the same time, it was an opportunity where you thought, you know what? This is a massive opportunity to fight the pound for pound, one of the best fighters in the world. But when we sparred, um, it was really good. And uh, it was nice that obviously Terence went to step into the ring and he's always around the gym making sure that you know, we're training hard. He's always giving me pointers, always helping me in training. And, um, and then I got a message from Bormack saying that uh, Terence said that you look really good in, in, in sparring. He, he was really impressed. And even then, then he messaged me again saying that he also said today when he was watching you train, you look really sharp and really good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, to have someone like him saying that, bro, that's like huge motivation. You know, like um, pound for pound, one of the best fighters in the world. He's been in the ring with myself and Kel Brook. To get that um, knowledge from him as well and to, for him to say that is a big thing because end of the day, I'm sure he wants me to win. And if I wasn't performing the right way, he would have been straight up and said, look, you're going to put the name down for the, my trainers, for the trainers and also for the gym. But well, he wants us to win and he wants the best, he wants the best army can to perform. So it was nice to um, have that bit of motivation from, from Terence there. 
like you said, you shared, you both shared the ring with him, and he's uh, definitely in the top three panelists on many people's. So, yeah, yeah, no, no, he's um, yeah, he's a, he's a very good, he's a very see, he's he's a very technical fighter. Is is Crawford? You know, he's very technical and he's very strong as well. Very big for the weight as well. Very strong. See, a lot of people don't give him credit for the power he's got. I mean, the power Towns has is he's a very strong fighter. People think he's a good boxer or good. He has good timing, but nah, he's got power. He's strong. Like even his just a just his foundation when he's in the ring with him. When you're in the ring with him, you know the way he maneuvers uh, his weight around and the way he, when he throws them shots. Every shot has a has a sting behind it, and he's, that pressure you have is always in front of you. So yeah, man, he's a, he's a beast, bro. That's why I know. Obviously, when well, that's why you know that he is pound for pound one of the best fighters in the world. When you when you step in the ring with him, yeah, credit to him, man. All right. Well, listen, Emir. Um, yeah, I'm sure February the nineteenth is going to come around very quickly. So, you remember the first time we met? Yes, but you won't. Go on, you tell me when it was. I bet I know when it was. Okay, I, was it not when Ricky Hatton was training and you was in the gym yeah. with him at that? Yeah. The IBA gym. Yeah, the IBA gym. Was that what's it called? IBA. The IBA gym. Uh, IBA. In, in Vegas. That's how I have always trained there for all my fights. Wait there. Yeah. Wait there. Just wait there one second. Stop. Right. I'm going to show you something. Yeah. Look at this. I've got a picture of it. Yes. You know, I've spent that much time in that gym that they've even got a picture of me on the wall there now. Yeah, really? People, I might put this in. I'll put this in, right? Wow, yeah, that was the first time. Damn, check that out. And I, I look the same still, bro. You look a bit different. Yeah, look how fat I am now, look. <laughs> but that was, that was, that's crazy. That was like, yeah, you were Ricky that time, weren't you? Yeah, look, look. Look at this. You should I'll put the picture in so people can see it, yeah. You'll have, you'll have to put that in the video. So people yeah, I will see it. put it in the video, yeah. yeah so people get a clear image of 28th, it. Yeah. But yeah. 28th of April, 2009. The date's on wow. there. Wow, over 10 years ago. But listen, Coogan. Love, bro. And yeah. um, Good luck with the rest of your camp, mate. And uh, listen, we'll definitely catch up when you're back. But yeah, that's quickly going to approach Feb 19th, live on Top man, thank you very much, Amir Khan. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.